welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by the Motif Luna Breast Pump. The Motif Luna Breast Pump is covered by insurance and proven to provide more milk in less time. Uh, we will hear more from our sponsor later, but you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. See if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, scroll down, enter your email address, and we'll send these episodes straight to your inbox every time there's a new one. And you can check out our merch page, our shop page that has our merchandise on it. And we are on Patreon. And oh my God, it just keeps getting more and more fun. We had a Zoom hangout yesterday and like, it was really fun. There was, was like fun. a whole bunch of people there and it was so fun. Um, and I guess it wasn't yesterday because this episode is not good. It's not live. <laughs> <laughs> We're not live. <laughs> we think we but are. Anyway, right. Yeah. Um, but please join us there. We have our Zoom hangouts. We have our um, exclusive content over there. Mini Mini podcasts, um, extra episodes, ad free. We have, um, God, I don't know. We have lots Revolution of Revolution Parenting. Re Revolution Parenting yeah. episodes are coming out there. And um, you can look for the link to check out the different options right at the top of whatever you're listening at the show notes. Just scroll down. There should be a link right there. There will be a link right there. I promise. I'll put it there. And we're still hosting our giveaway for people who leave uh, reviews around the internet. We get emails all the time. People are doing it. So if you're thinking about doing it and you're like, I don't know if I should, you should because people are doing it and they're getting their goodie bags. So send a screenshot and your address over to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com and you'll get a goodie bag. And uh, we will be in Detroit. The countdown is on. It's just like a week and a half away now. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is. It's May 7th. And uh, we will be in Detroit. So if you're in the area, please come and see us at our table and hang out with us. We'll be there just hanging out. Giving and, stuff uh, away. Yeah, give, we're going to give stuff away. Um, including candy. My Aunt Diane bought some candy. I did buy candy. <laughs> yes. And thankfully, uh, it's a kind my son does not like. So oh, he won't eat it yeah. all before. <laughs> that uh, Yeah, I would have to buy candy the morning of because I would just eat it. <laughs> we hit it. We hit it. From It can't hide it from yourself. No, that's true. I can't hide it. I still have but Easter But you have more self-control than I do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. <laughs> all right. Diane has our review of the week. It says, I love your show. It has been so helpful to me as I navigate going back to work and pumping. Although I have three kids, I was only able to breastfeed for about six months with the other two. And through your podcast, I've learned so many tips and tricks that I think will allow me to just breastfeed for at least a year. I just want to make one comment. I loved your episode about going back to work. I'm a physician and I often have times that I have to go six hours without pumping due to my busy schedule. But I find that as long as I pump the same amount of times each day. So like if the baby eats five meals then I just pump five times per day and breastfeed in the morning and night, then I still make enough milk. Is this okay? I also had another question. I'm going on a trip in a few weeks. I hope we didn't miss this. So I'm keeping my fingers oh, crossed. No. And we'll be away from the baby for three days. I'm not sure I will have enough milk just because I make enough because I make just enough. I also don't want to really increase my supply so much. Any suggestions for how to tackle this? Thanks again for all your helpful information. And I thought this would be perfect for today oh because God, we are absolutely perfect. 
Yeah, because we're talking about balancing breastfeeding and pumping and all that stuff. So when she says, um, if the baby eats five meals, I just pump five times a day. Is that okay? That's absolutely okay. There's That's absolutely okay. And then um, going away, you can kind of do the same thing. If the baby eats eight times a day, then pump eight times in that day. Oh, you that's know? a lot um, of pumping. Five times during like a work day? Well, she probably works like 12 to 18 hours or something. She's a physician. Yeah, so, right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So she probably works long hours. Yeah. But, yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, that totally works. And so we're going to talk a lot about this today, obviously. Um, but basically, like, there's no wrong, you know, like, there's no, if it's working for you, there is no wrong. And in this, um, in this review, she did say, you know, that she didn't want to like cause an oversupply. She didn't want to like really increase her supply. So she didn't want to overpump. And I don't blame you for that because that's a mess anyway. And sometimes it can, you know, if you are pumping way too much, that can cause an oversupply issue as well. Right. Yeah. And and I don't remember if this, did this episode come from anything or did we just want to do it? No. Yeah. I think we just wanted to do it. Yeah. Because I mean, the question comes up quite often, you know, people are like, well, you know, what do I do? I'm going back to work. I want to pump, but I also want to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can I pump and then breastfeed when I see my baby or do I have to like just pump or, you know, it's like nobody tells anybody about how to just do how to do both because and it's there are so, so many different ways. Yeah, because there's so yeah. many different ways. There's so many different ways to do it and it's really individual. So like when I would do um, when I had my my office. I used to see people for like, you know, I used to do like a return to work class, like in quotes. And people would, I would, you know, would get maybe only just a couple of people at a time that would come to class, which would be fine because it's like, okay, now we can like do individual, your individual situations because it is yeah. very individual, you know, and you would get three people and all three are having a whole different, totally different scenario. And they want to know, like, what do I do? for my per- my specific scenario. So it's really hard. So I'm sure like anybody that's listening here today, like we might not have like very specific answers for you, but we can kind of give you some guidelines and stuff like that because your situation is going to be very different from everybody else's too. Yeah. And one of the ways though, some things that might really cross over really well are how to maximize that breastfeeding time together. Mm. Because there's ways that you can mess it up. <laughs> you know yeah. and then there's ways that you can really like try to maximize like which you know goes into a little bit about like the whole managing daycare thing like no. you know and y- you want to set you want to create a situation where when you guys are together your baby wants to nurse and can nurse you know fairly on demand mm-hmm um, but you know, if the baby, if you're, if you're like pumping and all of that, that's fine. The pumping's not going to mess anything up, but like you having, picking up a baby that's just been fed from daycare, then you get home and you're like, oh God, you know, we can nurse now. We're going to have our cuddle time. And the baby's like, what? I'm full. <sighs> I know. That's why we always say, if you're picking up your baby, for example, at 5 PM or somebody's picking up your baby at 5 PM, don't feed them past like three. Because that way you can feed your baby as soon as you get them home or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
But when, so one of the biggest questions that I get is like when people first have their baby and they're not even pumping yet and they say, well, how does it work? How do I know when to pump? When do I pump? Yeah. If I'm breastfeeding 12 times a day, like how does that work out? How do I start even building a stash? How do I start putting milk in the freezer because yeah. the, baby's the baby's feeding just all, on the you all the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it how do I so do weird. that? I remember that early on too, when I was like pumping because I just thought that that was part of breastfeeding was that you just pump. Mm-hmm. And so I was nursing and then pumping afterwards, but then the baby was crying and I'm like sitting here watching a crying baby so that I can pump. It like didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. I mean, it does make sense if you need to put milk in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So you have to make time for that. Yeah. So but what it's I hard find because they're constantly nursing and they want to nurse. And when they're not nursing, they're fussy because they want to nurse. And they're just want to be held right. all the time. So that is really hard. So first of all, I always tell people like if your baby's feeding fine, do not pump for the first couple of weeks. Right. We don't yeah, right. we don't want to cause an oversupply. Because if your baby is feeding 12 times a day as a newborn, like brand newborn, like they're just born. And the first two weeks of their life, they're feeding, you know, 12 times a day or whatever it is, they're feeding all the time. If you're also pumping on top of that, you're telling your body you need milk for two babies. And this is a time period, these first two weeks, this, that's the time period where your body's kind of regulating things. So if you're pumping and breastfeeding during that time, then you're just going to make way too much milk. And that's not a good thing. People think it's a good thing. No, it's really he, difficult. Yeah. It's not the gift that it looks like. No, it's, it's not. You're going to you're going to be miserable. So definitely, I know a lot of people say, you know, I want my partner to help feed or, you know, whatever. And that will happen. But we have to give it a few weeks. And that is a really important piece of this. We have to give it a few weeks. So after the first couple of weeks, usually it's okay to implement a pumping if you want to. Um, now with the invention of these milk catchers, like Fairhaven has, you know, the Milky's Milk Saver, yeah. that those kinds of things will, you know, save milk for you without even having to pump. So sometimes that's all you need to do is just do that. And now you've got a little bit of milk saved which, you know, is nice. And then if you want your partner to give a bottle, say your partner wants to give a bottle at 6 p.m., you have to pump if you miss a feeding. So now you're going to like pick up that rotation of pumping when you miss a feed. If you don't have milk from a milk saver, then usually what I tell people is that first feeding of the day, like 6, 7 a.m., your baby eats Usually you're more full because your prolactin levels, which are highest overnight, those will, that will make you more full in the morning. Like, plus your baby's probably going maybe a little bit, maybe a three hour or four hour stretch overnight, a little bit longer than during the daytime. At least a lot of babies, you know, some babies do. Um, And then you're more full because of the prolactin, because of your hormones. So that first feeding of the day if you can pump right after that feeding, that's usually a great start to kind of like get your stash started. But again, if you miss a feeding, if your partner gives a bottle and you miss a feeding, you have to pump. You have to pump that feeding. You're going to get full and uncomfortable and we need your body to still know that we need to make milk at that time. 
So that's a really important thing to remember, you know, when you're planning this out too. Because sometimes people say, well, I want my partner to give a bottle overnight. Or the partners will say, I want to give a bottle overnight so that she can sleep a little bit yeah. longer. Uh-huh. No, you don't get to sleep. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Sorry. And some, you know, some people are really kind of like, I really want, that's what I really want. And if you really, if that's what you really want, if you want your partner to give that bottle overnight, you still have to get up and pump, which overall would probably be less time than getting up, changing the baby, feeding the bottle, getting them all wrapped up, getting them back to sleep. Just get up, pump for 10 minutes, go back to sleep. If that's really what you want to do, but you can't yeah, skip Yeah, you don't even, and like, honestly, you don't have to get up. Like, have it next to your bed. Right, yeah. Just like, have true. it right there. Have like, that's another thing about pumping, not to like go off track, but I mean like having things set up so that it's convenient because pumping is such a pain. Mm-hmm. Having like a little station next to the bed, if that's where you're pumping, having a station in the living room, set, you know, things at work that are just going to make it run smoothly if you have to like double up on parts, double up on whatever, just so that they're in the different locations where you're going to pump. Yeah. Have a little cooler next to the bed so you don't need to be running yeah. milk downstairs if you live in a, you know, upstairs, or downstairs kind of setup. Get out of your warm covers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then just, you know, Put it away in the morning. Yeah. We know that that milk will be fine. Put it in a cooler. Yep. And it's fine for, That's you know, until idea. the morning time. Yeah. So those are things that you can do. And then, um, like I said, first thing in the morning is a great time if you want to kind of start that stash, start doing that um, or start, you know, getting milk set up away. If you are, depending on when you're going back to work, you can start like, you know, increasing that pumping during the daytime if you want to. One of the important things to remember is that the more stimulation to your body via pumping or feeding is going to create more milk, right? We know that, right? It's all about the stimulation. Yeah. But for some reason, when people pump, they think there's no milk left for the baby. And if the baby wants to eat, they can't feed the baby. Right, right, right. And I hear that all the time. People say, well, I pumped and then the baby woke up and wanted to eat. So I had to give him the bottle I just pumped. No, plop that baby right on. First of all, we know pumping does not take all the milk out. It doesn't. Pumping does not drain your breast. You might not have more milk coming out, but that doesn't mean you're out of milk. It just means the pump can't get any more out. Yeah. Yeah, your pump will never get as much milk out as your baby. No, no, your baby's never. much better. So you can still feed your baby. It's totally fine. Still feed your baby. And all it's doing is creating more milk. We know yeah. that it's more stimulation. So it's totally okay. And sometimes people say, well, I really felt like there was no milk there and the baby was fussy. And it's like, that's sometimes I think that's our brain just playing tricks it's on us. Just, yeah, it's, because, it's just because we don't understand how it works. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I pumped it all out. So obviously there's nothing in there. We don't understand that that's not possible. Now, when I had Exley, um, I was still nursing Jack and Jack was nursing all the time. And he, you know, I was like, hey, we're going to tandem nurse. Yeah, two boobs, two babies, free for all. And Exley wasn't gaining, <laughs> Exley wasn't gaining weight. And um, my lactation consultant was like, well, how is this working? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, whatever. Just, you know, she's like, well, make sure that the baby's getting like the full side because Jack nursing could really get a lot of milk out. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm putting Exley on who's ready to have a full breast of milk and there's not a full breast of milk. But that's because Jack is a human 
whose mouth was designed to get all of that milk out. Your pump mm-hmm. is not. No. Your pump it's, never will. And the pumps now are amazing. They really are. Yeah. But they still, they can't manipulate your milk ducts the way a baby can. So it's just, you know. Yeah. They're still they great can only for do what you so need much. them for. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, they're just a machine. They can only do so much. But I always tell people, like, if you are, you know, if your baby's napping and you want to pump, go ahead. If your baby only fed on one breast and didn't feed on both sides or maybe only fed for a couple minutes on the second side, you knew want to pump the rest just to save the milk. You can do that. Like, it depends on what you have time to do as well. Um, If you're, you know, if somebody's giving a bottle, always pump. So that you're not missing. So it's like there are ways to balance it depending on what your situation is. And we haven't even like gotten to the work piece yet. But um, maybe we should do that. Why don't we take a break and then we'll talk about like what happens as you're as you're like gravitating into balancing with other things. Okay. Does that make um, sense? I'm gonna, yes, we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Motif Medical. Are you in search of the perfect pump for your breastfeeding days? The Motif Luna Breast Pump is covered by insurance and proven to provide more milk in less time. The Motif Luna is lightweight, sleek, quiet, and customizable, so you can quickly find what works best for you and your baby. The Luna also features a backlit LCD screen, built-in nightlight, closed system, quiet motor, and auto shutoff. And the battery-powered model gives you even more freedom and flexibility with a rechargeable battery that lasts over two hours. In a third-party study, five out of six moms reported more milk in less time than the leading pump brands. The expression mode works to express milk from the breast as efficiently as possible, while the massage mode would stimulate letdown by mimicking baby's natural nursing pattern. Get ready to make your pumping days easier with the Motif Luna. Head to Motif Medical and use code BADASS for 15% off. That's Motif Medical, M-O-T-I-F Medical.com and use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And uh, today's sponsors and their promo codes can be found in the show notes under this episode from wherever you're listening from and over at BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com. At BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com, you'll also find all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. All right. So when you're at home and you're doing your pumping at home, now the other thing to remember too, that you you don't need to pump for long periods of time. Some pumps have like the turn off, like the automatic shut off and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean you have to pump that whole time. You can pump, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever is going to help you to balance it in your life. You don't have to stay attached to a pump for 30 minutes at a time if that's not working for you. I have also heard people say, like experts in the field, say that you should only pump what your baby fe- what your baby eats. So instead of pumping five ounces and your baby's only taking a two ounce bottle, only pump two ounces. I, like I said, that's something that like some experts in the field have suggested to decrease the possibility of an oversupply. Um, that's, you know, take that information and do what you will with it because 
a lot of people like to pump as much milk as they possibly can. It's kind of a, I don't know. It's, it's like the whole psychological thing. I feel like too, like just people are just like, want that, want to see that milk, want to see that stash growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would too. I would also just want to get like, what's, you know, what the pump can get out. Just might as well just get it out. Unless you don't, yeah. unless you're like, I only even got 10 minutes for this break, so I can only pump for, you know, seven minutes. And then, okay, that's fine. But if you have like a lunch break, that's an hour long lunch break. I would probably just pump until, till the flow slows down. And then, yeah. And for some people, the flow slows down, like they get everything that they're going to get in the first 10 minutes of yeah, pumping, yeah. which right. is totally fine. But oh, which if is, you're somebody yeah. who pumps longer, then, you know, whatever, you know, whatever works. But what do you do when you go back to work? Like, how do you balance that with with feeding, you know, like with feeding and then you're pumping and you're trying to feed this baby when you're home and you're trying to pump when you're not. And then you're trying to work the weekends. How does that work? You know, um, basically, all you're doing is you're pumping or you're breastfeeding your baby when you're home with your baby and you're pumping when you're not. So... That's totally, I mean, the only point of the pumping when you're at work is to keep your supply where we need it to be when you are with the baby, right? And to be able to give milk to your baby when you're not with your baby. So if your baby's getting three bottles while you're gone, then if you can pump three times, that's perfect. It doesn't have to be the exact time. Like if you're like, okay, they're giving my baby a bottle at 10 a.m. So I have to pump at 10. It doesn't have to be that exact. You can like just know that okay, I have to pump at some point in the morning. I have to make sure I get it in there some point in the morning. Yeah. Um, then you can, you know, one time in the afternoon, one time usually like midday. It's perfect if you're working like an eight-hour shift. If you're not, if you're working longer than that and your baby's getting like how our um, our review this morning, she was five times. She said, if I if the baby gets five bottles while I'm gone, I've, I try to pump five times. That's perfect. You can, you know, if you can get in the times where it doesn't have to be the exact time, as long as it's how many times your baby is going to be eating. That's really, that's really perfect. Um, If you happen to be somebody that pumps more than what your baby needs and you can get away with pumping twice instead because you're getting more milk. I mean, it all depends too. A lot of it depends on your comfort level. And some people, you know, get full and uncomfortable and you have to pump that milk during the daytime because it's, you're not going to be comfortable. But people say like, well, can I get away with doing this? And it's like, well, technically, sure. But if you're uncomfortable, then you're going to have to pump. Kind of, you know, that's kind of your body, that's your body telling you it's time to feed our baby now. So sometimes there's not really a lot you can do about that. You're just going to have to like pump a little bit to get that milk out. And then once you're back with your baby, then, you know, you're feeding your baby. And then on the days that you're not working, just feed your baby like you normally would. If you need to put in some pumping, a lot of times people say it like, I don't pump on the weekends or I don't pump when I'm not working. I only pump on the days that I'm working. Mm. That's fine. Like if that were like, that's totally fine. Um, Sometimes I'll have people that are really struggling to keep up with supply. So we will kind of implement some pumping on the weekends or pumping when you're home. Hopefully that's, you know, not something that you're going to have to do. Um, and you can just leave pumping for when you're not home. 
And that would be ideal, right? Like, yeah, that would be that's ideal. The ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the ideal thing. Feeding all, I mean, as much as you can in the morning before you yeah. leave. Yeah, because definitely like, feed in the morning before you leave. Yeah, I mean, the baby feeding as frequently as possible is going to be the best way to keep that supply up. I mean, of course, you have to do, uh, but I mean, maximizing that breastfeeding when you're together and mm-hmm. through the night. That's the other thing is people don't want, they're like, I got to go back to work. I don't want to nurse through the night. But that's going to be, either whether you're working or not, that's going to be the time where they can really like help establish a healthy milk supply. And you have to remember too, like once you return to work and we've got lots of episodes on going back to work, but your baby is like, where's my mom? Like that's the time that they spend with their mom now. You know, that's when they want their parent. Like they're, they're missing that time with you during the day and they kind of tend to like reverse a little bit. Some babies, not all, but some babies will do that. And sometimes I'll have people tell me like, Oh, my baby's sleeping through the night before I went back to work and then I returned to work and they stopped sleeping. And it's like, well, yeah, cause this is the time that now that they get to spend with you. And as much as you yeah. might be like, I love you and everything, but <laughs> we all need to get some sleep because mama's got to work in the morning. But sometimes babies don't care about that. Unfortunately, no, they have no idea. They don't care. Yeah. Mm-mm. They do not care. Get help as much as you possibly can, like from your partner or whatever, because, you know, pumping and if you listen to our episode a few weeks ago about pumping stories, one of the biggest things that came out of that was all of the cleaning that goes along with it. And that is a real thing. I had somebody ask me about that the other day. I did a prenatal with a couple and um, they were like, so do we have to sterilize everything every time? And I'm like... I'm not really like all about making extra work. I would say that's a lot to sterilize all the parts every single time you use them. Yeah. That is not necessary. But, you know, you do have to clean stuff. So having people that are in your house helping you with all of this as well can help balance out some of this work too. Because it's a lot to do. So maybe you have, you know, like Abby said, have extra parts, have extra things. Um, see if your insurance will cover it. Sometimes insurance will, will cover all that stuff. Um, the websites have it. If you have a, a Motif pump, go on their website with our coupon code, get extra parts. Like there's definitely a way to do, you know, to get those extra parts and make it manageable. But that will help save you a lot of work if you have extra pumps or extra parts to your pump. Um, if you are, you know, if you're working all day and you're dealing with all this at work, then kind of have that agreement with your partner that, you know, at home, they clean everything at home for you. You're doing everything at work. So have them do everything for you at home. I mean, it's not just the pump parts, it's the bottles and everything too, that go with feeding your baby express breast milk. So that can be a little bit, you know, we don't think about that stuff when we talk about like, how do we balance the pumping with the breastfeeding? That stuff has to be balanced out as well, because it does add a lot of work to your plate too. Yeah, it's so time consuming. It is. Take all the shortcuts that you can. 
<laughs> it really is. And a lot of people will ask about like, can I just put, you know, I read that I can put my pump parts in the refrigerator. Like when I'm at work, I don't have to clean everything. Is that true? If your baby is a healthy full-term baby, I always say that I don't see a problem with that. Um, some people get really concerned that there's going to be bacteria buildup and stuff like that with it. Um, there's those cool sterilizing bags. You can use those if you want those to. Microwave those, bags? Yeah, those microwave those are bags. Really good. Yeah, those are really handy when we were doing this nonsense of pumping and all of that. Oh, did you use them? Yes. Yeah. They're so handy because it's just could, like you just throw your stuff in there and then microwave it and it's done. It was like like you put like two ounces of water or something yeah, in there too. Yeah, it doesn't to like sterilize of, it. Yeah, you have to put a little. Yeah, you put a little water in it and then you zip lock it and then you put it in the microwave and then it comes out mother freaking hot and then <laughs> be careful and then it's clean. That's and then awesome. you can just like like dump it out onto a towel or like. I don't know. Just like leave it on the counter. It's it was a lot easier than like boil I, boiling a pot of water. Like I don't know. I know that this is ridiculous, but boiling a pot of water like seems so old fashioned <laughs> to me. <laughs> you know, it's like get a pot of boil. Like she's going into labor at home. Oh my god, get a pot <laughs> of boiling water. Which I still don't understand what that was for. I um, know. Well, probably just to sterilize. <laughs> I don't know. They did it on Little House in the Prairie. I don't even know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so whenever I hear like boil, like boil a pot of water, I'm like, oh my god, what is this? The 1800s. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, yes. Like if you could do those Ziploc bags, man, those are really good, and you can use them like a bunch of times. Like, I was you just going to ask just, like, you that. Yeah. Yep. 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 You can use them over and over again, and then they start to get kind of crummy, and then you get a new one. But I don't remember. No, man, you can just use them over and over again. Yeah, I thought it was like 20 times or something. Yeah, like, something that was a lot. lot. Yeah. No, I remember really liking that. Yeah. So that's even something like you can do at work. Like if there's a microwave at work, you could take 30 seconds. Because how long does it go in the microwave for? Like 30 seconds yeah, or a minute like 30 or something? Seconds or something. Yeah. yeah, not long yeah, at all. It's not very long. And then you could even do that at work and have everything, you know, just like sterilized or whatever. Or at least once, you know, before you go home. Um, it is like trying to, like Gabby said, take all the shortcuts that you possibly can because balancing all this stuff out can feel a little bit overwhelming. Some people have two pumps. I'm not saying that's something that you have to do, but some people do. Maybe they have a pump that their friend gave them. Um, sometimes people will be like, well, yeah, my, you know, my, my cousin didn't use her pump, so she gave it to me or she only used it. Um, a couple of times and, you know, whatever, didn't need it, didn't go back to work and, you know, decided she didn't need her pump. So she gave it to me. Great. Did you get one through insurance? No, I just have the one that my, my cousin gave me. I would still get that insurance pump. I was just going to say, I don't, if you have a pump right now and you didn't get it through your insurance, call your insurance and get a pump, any pump. Just and get an extra. Yes. And if you don't need it, fine. Then pass it on to somebody. If it's a closed system pump, you can just pass that on to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if they just used it a few times. They could have used it a thousand times. It's if it's a closed system pump, it's clean and you can pass it on and they can just get replace the parts, you know, little tubing and the valves and stuff. Yep. And then you can use it. I mean, use those things until they just until they die. Water out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And get one, definitely get one through your insurance because you can even like like the our sponsor today, Motif, you can um They'll 
help you like uh, apply through it sh- through your insurance. Yeah. And just get one. And that way you have one at home and one at work and you don't have to worry about yeah, screwing around with it or have one upstairs and one downstairs if you have an up and down house. Um, and honest to God, honest to God, get whatever you can free from this government. And if you cannot, if you're not going to use it, bring it to a local shelter. Bring mm-hmm. it to, you know, I don't know, a WIC office or bring it somewhere and just be like, I don't need this, but I have it. It's like all those free COVID tests, remember? Yeah. It's like uh. all those free COVID tests and my, you know, people are like, oh, I don't need any more. And it's like, no, you, they're free from the government. Get them. Yeah. And if you don't need them, give them to someone else. Put it on Facebook Marketplace. Like somebody yeah. could use it. Maybe somebody's looking for an extra. You know, um, yeah, or give it to people who can't afford it because there's mm-hmm. all kinds of people walking around who just can't, who like, don't even have insurance, yeah, or you know, who just who are trying to make it through their day and they don't have a pump, can't afford a pump, and have to go to work and have a baby and find them, yeah. So it's totally, you know, de- definitely get the insurance pump for sure. Um, have two different kinds if you want to, like if it's something that you can do, if it's an option for you then great. If not, if you have one pump, you know, just get more parts if you can, because that will make things a lot easier for you as well. Um, Trying to think of like what else can really help with balancing breasts. I think the most important things to remember are that you're not taking milk away from your baby when you pump. There's always milk left behind. There's always more milk in the breast. You're not taking milk away from your baby. If you are trying to, you know, save up a stash and you pump at home while you're balancing that breastfeeding with the pumping at home before you go back to work or or maybe you're not even going back to work. You just want a stash. You can pump. You can pump. It's okay. You're not going to take milk away from your baby. If you have time to pump and you want to, I saw mom last week with twins and she's like should i pump and i'm like do you have time to pump is this something that you have time to do because sometimes you just don't have that t- kind of time sometimes you are like abby said you're just holding a baby all the time and pumping is like a very distant you know kind of thought if somebody is there with you then use that time you know, like if you have help at home, if you are somebody that is lucky enough to have help, a partner that didn't have to go back to work right away, or, you know, a family member that's coming over to help you, then that's your time. You know, that's the time to maximize that pumping or whatever that you want to do because somebody is there with you to help with the baby. Or if your, you know, partner comes home after work, you're like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to pump once tonight. Make sure you're holding the baby or whatever. Make it, you know, Megan, it doesn't matter what time it is, is like my point. It doesn't have yeah. to be a specific time. It can be when it works for you. There's really no wrong answer at all. Just make it so it works for you without it feeling overwhelming, if that's possible. That's really the best thing to do. And make sure you're getting help because don't don't feel bad about asking your partner to clean some bottles. That's totally okay to do. No way. Yeah. And when you're together, nurse as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Nurse as much you as know, you can. That- Absolutely. Let that baby nurse as much as they want to when you're together. And that's it. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.